everybody, and welcome back to For the Lore Plays Dungeons and Dragons. This week we are one dwarf down, but that's not going to stop us. I was instructed to come up with some interesting things for the rest of our party to do in a library. And a good DM would have sat down and prepared lots of interesting things to do. <laughs> I, on the other hand, fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> we are still joined this week by Tallulah, Kaylee, and Turlo. And if you all recall, after you managed to get your way into what you thought was just a normal everyday lighthouse from the largely abandoned and nondescript first floor, making your way up to the second floor, you arrived in a glorious library uh, lit by crystals along the ceiling with small little creatures made of metal skittering around, keeping the books clean and organized. Tulula, I believe you were especially impressed by this site. Well, it's books. It's a library. We all love libraries. And especially in, you know, somebody who wants to improve upon themselves and become better at any form of magic that they come across, this is this is nirvana. This <laughs> This is the the place of dreams. So yes, Tallulah cannot wait to start going through and seeing what she can find here. Turlo and Kaylee, are you uh, similarly interested in finding out what's going on? Or, you know, you're just going to sit back and let the cat do all the work. I'm going to let the cat do all the work unless a book has pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We know for a fact Turlo knows his letters. Turlo can read, but Turlo is not, he's too uh, naive is the word that I use to describe him. So he's just, yeah, books are great, uh, uh, but yeah, they're great, but they're not for me. <laughs> Kaylee? Um, I will join in on searching through the books. Um, I do enjoy uh, reading a lot and finding out what uh, information is out there. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. All right, nice. So all three of you, uh, why don't you give me perception checks and let's see what you come across as you're searching through the library. Oh, those are some nice rolls. So uh, we'll go in order from lowest to highest because that's always the fun way to do things. So first of all, Kaylee, yeah, you're browsing through. You find some interesting scripts. I mean, you don't even know what most of these books are about because they're written in assorted languages. But uh, you know, you know enough of languages that you're able to pick out a few titles here and there. And you actually do come across something that uh, strikes your fancy. I would like for you to make me a religion check. Okay. Yeah, you come across like an entire section of the library, like one of those bookshelves around the perimeter that is just full of old tomes. You could tell they're old by yellowing of the pages. They've been kept in as good of condition as possible. The fact that their binding is still holding together but they've clearly been here for quite a while. As you know, the tower itself has been abandoned for as long as anyone can remember. But in these assorted books and numerous languages, a few titles do stick out to you as referencing numerous gods and religions from around the world and maybe even beyond. Certain names stick out to you. The Demon Princes, Demogorgon and Orcus, the more common gods like Lathander and Timora, and even the great dragons, Bahamut and Tiamat. Nice. Um, Those are Final Fantasy characters. (laughs) 
I'm challenging your improv skills. <laughs> Bahamut is not just a Final Fantasy character who has been in D and D since I think first edition. Bahamut is literally an ancient mythological figure from uh, God, Mesopotamia. Yeah. You two are just. But in the D and D terms, like Gary Gygax liked his dragons. Bahamut is the patron of the metallic dragons, i.e. the good dragons, and Tiamat is the evil goddess of the chromatic dragons. I tamed them both. I don't care. <laughs> they were in World of Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> Let's go uh, with the evil goddess. Yeah. So, yeah, stories that you are well read on through your teachings of you know, the evil five-headed dragon Tiamat. Numerous cults around the world, always trying to bring her back, and just all around bad news. Yeah. Nothing here, though, that you don't really already know. Okay. Maybe I look to uh, Tallulah, and I kind of want to share this with her because I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> call her over, and maybe it's for the first time I'm kind of really opening up and seeming very excited by something instead of kind of standoffish okay. and flipping through the book and pointing and uh, just getting very excited to share what I know. All right. Well, before we get to that, Tulula has her own uh, investigations that she's been indulging in. But before we get to that, Turlo, you found a picture book. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Awful Book of Volatile Magic. Oh, you don't like the pictures that are contained within. Nope. I'm flipping, but I can't stop looking oh, at it. Probably. No, it's, it's, like... it's, it's, you know, it's literally like watching a train wreck. You can't look away. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, this is awful. That's even worse. I can't handle this. I can't stop looking. <laughs> you ever wonder what somebody, what happens when somebody accidentally summons a, a horde of uh, small rats inside another small rat. It's yeah, you know now. Oh my god, I'm gonna. Turlo literally like puts the book down, <laughs> gags for a bit, picks the book up, and continues. <laughs> it. It's like a turducken, <laughs> except with mice and rats. Blah, blah. So, uh, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, and the day Tallulah, you're gonna, you should, you should look at this. All right. Well, Tallulah, as you're hearing what's going on behind you, you come across uh, another section of the library that appears to be dedicated to various arcane uh, practices. Uh, one that catches your eye. Uh, what's your special language that you know? Hmm. Uh, you picked uh, Draconic. Draconic and yeah. Druidic and Sylvan and Common. Specifically Draconic, you don't really find a whole lot of magical texts written in Sylvan. Uh, their history-sharing tradition is typically more oral than written, but you always find a lot of stuff in Draconic because dragons are all about that shit. Uh, <laughs> you find one that really sticks out to you. Like, you can almost feel it kind of... You're almost drawn to it, if you will. And when you open it up and start paging through, you see all kinds of complicated diagrams and components and formulas for for very advanced spells. Why don't you make me an arcana check? Can do eventually. There it is. 
Yeah, yeah, you're able to, you, you couldn't replicate these spells on your own, like, on the fly right now, but you're able to at least figure out what they're for. These actually appear to be rituals for binding powerful entities uh, from beyond the material plane, like elementals and demons and the type. To use them, to gain insight from them, or to somehow free them, or, or what kind of... How is it presented? Yeah, I'd, I'd say with a seven, with a seventeen, uh, some of them are imprisoning, like to lock away their powers. But you also find some variations on those formula that aren't just to lock away the powers, but actually to be able to draw the power out from the being contained within. Interesting. Okay, how much of this is she able to? Sorry, how much of this am I able to? actually ingest not i'm not talking about the power i'm talking about all of this stuff in the book um how much of it is she able to actually understand intellectually even though she realizes she wouldn't be able to um do it all now if she had the book with her she could know where to search for certain spells certain things and then use that as the essentially recipe book yeah again you rolled quite well on your skill check so i think given enough time you could learn pretty much everything this book has to teach you. It's going in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else am I seeing? On so the it, it, it's right around this point where you hear Tallulah, or I'm sorry, you hear Kaylee and uh, Turlo calling to you from opposite sides of the room. All right. Well, when I look, do I see them both? Yeah. Okay. Pretty open sight lines around. Those bookshelves in the center, they're like waist height, so you're able to Ah, see all around the room. Okay. So what am I seeing when I look at both of them? You see Kaylee very excitedly, like almost like waving to you that this is some cool stuff you should check out. Turlo also thinks he's found some cool stuff you should check out, but he's looking a little green about it. I'm going to shake my head ever so slowly and look away from Turlo and make my way towards Kaylee. <laughs> right, so you, uh, how did you make me a religion check? Let's see how much of this stuff you were able to suss out. Yeah. I am the queen of I, fucking rolling tonight. Let's be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get over there and like it immediately becomes apparent to you like what this section is about because they're not labeled. Like there's no sign saying, oh, this is the section about gods. But it's a quick scan of the bookshelf. It lets you see that, yeah, this is about various gods of the multiverse, not just, you know, this world itself, per se. So this would actually contain some information about the deities that I believe in as well. Possibly. Or am bound to? Well, the thing with uh, warlock patrons, they're not deities. Okay. They're very powerful beings, but just one step short of gods. Gotcha. If they were gods, they would have clerics. They wouldn't need people to sign contracts with them. Of course. Okay. So I will look just as excitedly at the book that Kaylee has and say, and ask her, so what did you find? It looks quite interesting. Um, I began to explain, you know, all about the evil goddess and the past and, and just, and I ask, you know, have you heard this before? Isn't this amazing? Isn't this so cool? <laughs> And yes, she will agree. I'm I'm all right with us sitting on the floor with just that book, and I will ask her as well. 
do you have any interest in the arcane arts? Because I found a spectacular book tome about that as well. Knowledge is power. Sure, I'd love to learn. Yes. We're going to sit on the floor and read our books. <laughs> Turlo can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Actually, right, I'll so, call uh, over and say, Turlo, why don't you get us some snacks? No. That's fine. <laughs> so while you're over there, um, another book kind of catches your eye, one that had skipped Kaylee's influence. Uh, it's maybe because she didn't quite understand what this one was about, per se, because you actually rolled a little higher on your, uh, on your religion check than she did. And uh, it's actually like something you haven't seen or heard of before. It's about the religion of goblins. Okay. So if I take that book down, what am I seeing? It's been one of those weird things amongst scholars and biologists that when people talk about the goblins, it's not specifically the species known as goblins always, but rather the larger like, family of aligned species that, uh, you know, goblins are subservient to the hobgoblins. That kind of makes sense because there's a possible like genetic lineage there. But you also have weird stuff like the bugbears, which it's hard to believe in uh, a shared ancestry there. And this actually breaks down some of the the, the reasoning behind that and that they're not all biologically related. And the, on the other hand, it's actually that they share a religion. That's what runs their society. Okay, that's interesting. Is there yeah. like a deity behind it all or what is it that... that uh, a a lot of on? it's kind of hard to make out. It's written in various languages. But one name that keeps popping up is Maglubiet, the Conquering God. It appears to be a, a powerful deity or being that just conquered all the rest of their uh, faiths, uh, leaders, and that's what bound them all together, more by force than by will. I'm going to look over to um, Kaylee. Am I the only one that read this, or did she see it as well? She saw it, but it didn't quite stick out as something terribly interesting to her. Because really, who cares about goblins? Religion is religion. There's there's power in that. It doesn't matter what race it is. So well, the the meta reason is that you rolled higher on religion. Than I she know did. that, but I'm just. <laughs> I was talking to Kaylee, not you. Um, it, okay, so. Now that I have read it, she she kind of didn't see the importance, but now that I've read it, if I relay the information to her, because she wouldn't have known then, and I ask her, like, is this something that you already knew of? No, I, I did not. I, I did not know this. This is fascinating. It's it is. One has to wonder if this is the guiding religion that actually all of the goblins adhere to the more we actually know of this religion as well, the more that can help us if we ever come across wandering packs of murderous goblins. If we can appeal to that part of their nature, this could really help us a lot, actually. I agree. I think we should take it with us. Agreed. Do you want to hang on to it or shall I? Uh, I'll take it. Take there you it. go. I'll flip through it and read a little bit more. 
What language is it in, Narrator? Uh, as I said, it's in various languages. Like this appears to not be like a published script, rather like an assembly of oh, okay. smaller works that's cobbled together. Awesome. Okay. This is fantastic. Okay. All right, Turlo. <laughs> I would like for you <laughs> yes. manually roll me a D25. So just type in a chat slash roll space one D25. Uh, you mean the D20 or you mean no. the D25? D25. You can do that on roll 20. There it is. There you go. <laughs> I forgot the roll part. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Doop, doop, doop. So you, you finally finish with your awesome picture book. And uh, you come back around and you're just kind of browsing around. You're not as interested in things as everybody else is, as you said. Uh, you come across a couple more interesting books. Uh, the Palladian Tome of Oniomatic Cults. You're not quite sure what that means. Uh, the Forgotten Book of Tribes. It doesn't seem very cool. Some stupid stuff. And something catches your eye, though. That large stone in the center of the room. Like, you notice shapes swirling inside of it. Uh-oh. Well, uh, I would know better. Turlo would not. I'm going to start walking towards the thing with the shapes <laughs> in it. Of course. And, like, as you're doing this, those little... Uh, metallic creatures with the eyeballs are kind of following behind you putting back the books that you picked up and tossed aside <laughs> oh wow so there would totally be a scene of like turlo trying to figure out like are they putting it back alphabetically if he like takes one or takes another like how like are they making different sounds like are they getting how irritated are they with him <laughs> they they appear to not be irritated so they, they're not showing any emotion at all they're just doing what they're here to do. That's actually, that's actually really nice. But yeah, we'll go to see what's going on with the shapes in the center stone pillar like mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. You, like you look in you know, from a distance, I would assume, cause you're not that dumb. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> distance. Not like, Ooh, I want to put my face in it. Yeah. No. And yeah, the, the shifting shapes, uh, you come to realize are actually like shadows being cast on the edge of the stone. There's a, some sort of fire inside that's flickering around. And like, you're seeing shapes of buildings and people like just being cast in quick shadows around shadows, like shadows of buildings that I recognize or I, it's like all flickering by kind of quick. So it's really hard to make anything out. You just catch the shape, like, oh, that's that's an arm. Hey, that's that's a rooftop. Oh, that's that's a knight's shield. Stuff like that. Does it repeat? Make a uh, make a straight intelligence check. How about that? I'm just gonna call it now. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> oh my god. It doesn't repeat that you can tell, but maybe it's just on a larger time frame. Hmm. Are there ruins are like pictures. So are there any runes around like this pillar? No, it just seems to be a large glass orb like raised up in the center of the room. Huh. Touch it. You know you want to. I'm not touching it. Touch it. Oh, I will say, hey, Kaylee Tulu, look, check this out. Marty, touch it. No. I'm not going to win this. 
just doesn't look up and she just yells out, don't touch it, whatever you do, don't touch it. And just goes back to like reading the book. Tallulah's going to say, I disagree. I think you should touch it. This is, this is not, I'm not touching. (laughs) (laughs) Tallulah, make a persuasion check. Turlo, make a wisdom saving throw. Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if the magic user tells you to touch it, it must be safe, right? Well, uh, the dice have spoken. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. So I'll touch it. So, you know, with a gloved hand, I'm not even. You rolled a three. You, I don't think you would know to put a glove. You, you would probably lick your bare hand and put it on it. <laughs> I, I have. I am not. I am a faction agent. I know about yeah. poisons and about bad it's stuff. It's a three. Like, you would lick it. That's what you would do. No. No. <laughs> yeah, so you just walk over and like... Like you're trying to get a closer. You look almost said lick it. <laughs> no, I did not say lick it. <laughs> and like you're peering in and like, you know, just rest your hand on it. And Turlo and Kaylee, you see, I'm sorry, uh, Tallulah and Kaylee, you just see Turlo kind of like freeze there for a second. And you notice like in his eyes, you can almost see a little flame flickering. Tallulah's going to look to Kaylee and say, are we bothered by this? Um, are you sh- so Kaylee did see a flicker in his eye? Mm-hmm. She would, um, I would sigh heavily <laughs> and put you know the book that I'm reading into my bag and look at Tallulah and be like, Yeah, we need to fix this. I can't believe he touched it. I told him not to touch it. <laughs> Tallulah's gonna say, Yeah, I can't believe it either. <laughs> all right so what do you guys do about it remember that next winter i get him to lick a frozen pole (laughs) (sighs) so can so we just saw a flicker and he's frozen is he moving normally now or is he still kind of frozen i mean he's still frozen like he's breathing you can notice that but he's completely still okay so he's Uh, not even blinking no Tallulah's gonna walk up to him and just softly pat him on the side of the face with the soft side of her paw so kaylee you see Tallulah walk over and go to like nudge turlo and as soon as she touches him she freezes as well Oh, Oh, I saw that coming, dude. Um, join us. No, (laughs) um, so I sigh again. One of us, I just kind of walk over and I'm trying to, I'm just kind of scanning both of you. Um, to see anything and then I'm looking at the object um I don't know <laughs> this is uh you know you want to touch it no don't. <laughs> if you don't want to touch it that is a perfectly valid option <laughs> if we had episode want... titles for the D&D campaigns that would be it 
<laughs> you don't have to touch it if you don't want to. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> so you're you're just kind of watching them, trying to figure out exactly what you can do because you know, obviously, Tallulah's attempt didn't work. <laughs> like you glance back to ask Yon for help, but he's gone. So, Turlo and Tallulah. Yes. You are suddenly not in the library anymore. The two of you are not even yourselves anymore. Like you look down and, you know, Tallulah, you're still a cat, and Turlo, you're still a half elf. And when you look at each other, like you see that, but you're wearing armor and carrying swords and shields as you're standing. Uh, a breast of several other similarly clad figures. You're in a small town, uh, perhaps an outlying village, not anything familiar to you. You haven't seen it before. The buildings are on fire behind you. You just hear yelling and screaming as common folk are running for their lives because ahead of you, you just see this horde of indistinct figures running and snarling and heading in your direction. Oh, God. To, um, okay, what's around us, please? Like, uh, are we, like, just on a street and there's, build, like, buildings around yeah, us? Yeah, it, 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 it calls to mind that perhaps, you know, you're trying to defend this, this small road coming into town while the townsfolk escape from whatever's approaching. So, you know, there's there's carts and wagons and some, like, shop stalls, and you're surrounded by assorted buildings. You know, anything that you could think of that would be in a village is probably here. And you say horde. Approximately how many can we see at least? Countless. Like, they're, they're swarming all over each other. It's... That's all I needed to hear. Tallulah's going to look to Turlo and say, run, and start running in the opposite direction, climbing up buildings if she has to, whatever. Yeah, last time I listened to you, this is what happened. I'm not listening to you anymore. Feline agility. She's already gone. She did not even hear <laughs> you. I'll shout after you. You're a you're a bad person. Uh, it, it, you got to be a little careful because like I said many of the buildings are on fire. Probably you know don't want to be running too recklessly, but yeah, you can pick out you know a few safe perches here and there if you'd like. Oh yeah, she's running. <laughs> this ain't her fight. <laughs> there's a horde coming after her. This ain't her fight. She's getting the fuck out of Dodge. How cumbersome is the armor that she's in for her? Uh, very. Like, it's not... It's it's weird. Like, you're not used to wearing this sort of armor, but your body still responds as if it's not carrying this excessive weight. Is she actually in her own body, or is it an equivalent feline body kind of thing? As far as you can tell, it's your body. Um, make a perception test. Okay. As you're kind of running through, you notice every single other person in this town is a human. You and Turlo are the only non-humans here. Can we see what race the attacking horde is? It's, like I said, it's, it's, it's shapeless. Like, you just see, like, trying to explain this in, in a way that makes sense, it, you're not seeing actual forms coming to you. Like, it's this cloud of darkness. Okay. And, like, I think you just see, like, 
white eyes and sharp fangs and slashing swords. It it's very amorphous. It's it's very disturbing at the same time. <laughs> As she is uh, running, she will look over her shoulder towards Turlo and scream towards him. Do you recognize anything from this place or these people? Turlo, you don't recognize anything. <laughs> this is nothing you're familiar with. Completely. So, yeah, he's going to lie. <laughs> he's going to. Okay, does she recognize the sarcasm in his voice or is she just going to actually believe him? Uh, if you'd like, you can make an insight check, but it's, you know, there's a lot of chaos going on. Okay, you said that we were essentially, it looked like we were supposed to kind of block the horde from the villagers. So if we look around, do we see a lot of villagers kind of running to be saved, or are they grouped up in one area, or what are we seeing there? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a traditional, like, disaster movie scene. Like, there's people trying to pick up their kids and carry them. Like, there's a, a bunch of people, like, trying to, drag wagons or whip horses it's it's not going well let's just say a, a quick look will tell you the enemy will be here before they get out how far is the edge of the city from where we are can we see that it's not quite that easy to tell unfortunately okay especially being in a city that you're completely unfamiliar with it could be right around the next corner it could be a quarter mile away does the horde appear to be in several different places at the same time, or are they just kind of coming from behind towards us? And the only sight line you really have is in that one direction. Are they gaining on us? Oh, yeah. Like I said, you, the, the, the guard, if you will, is stationary. They're waiting for it. Turlo, you're waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And uh, is there anybody near me saying anything? Like, anybody praying or anybody like you know I, prepping or is there like a lieutenant or a sergeant that's like you know barking orders yet it, everybody just seems to be determined and grim almost as if they've accepted this is their fate very uh spartan-esque if you will oh wow oh boy <laughs> they speak in common they're not speaking they're just staring and breathing I will actually, is there one within earshot of me? If you want to hop down, you could probably, yeah. Okay, I'm going to hop down, find one. Who are you, what is this place, and what are those things? <laughs> We're here to try to help. Who are you, and where are we? Royce. Uh, Royce. Uh, last of the... Last of the King's army, told to save as many lives as we can. The, there's no hope. I'm going to look to Turlo, King's army. I I have no idea. We I don't know any kings. Are the, is there any heraldry on the shield, or is it just um, like quickly mass-produced <clears throat> arms and armor? Uh, yeah, there, there's definitely. An insignia. Why don't you make me a history check? Nice. Natural 20. So for oh, a total damn. of 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, 
it's nothing that's like in the history books, if you will, but you do recognize it, of course. Like, what the hell? It's long forgotten. Like, it's it's been passed around in various tales, uh, if you will, that, yeah, this was a an old civilization existed hundreds of years ago, if not more, that just collapsed from within overnight. Like almost, almost as if you want to compare it to like the story of Atlantis. It was this fantastic civilization that just more or less disappeared. Whoa. Quickly, I'm not reading. What'd you get? Well, um, give me a second. I got to think of a name here. Uh, you don't need to think of a name. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to rip. I have the uh, sorted. Uh, Sword Coast Adventures guide open, so I'm just gonna steal. Uh, it's like this is Helrua. This is a, a, a civilization that collapsed oh, so long ago that very few people remember. It's oh, we're we're like oh my god! I, I don't. I even my father wasn't born for this. <laughs> collapsed or you were say, wiped out? Uh, you say that Royce is like looking between the two of you. He's like collapsed. One person's collapse is another person's complete and total genocide, I guess. So, oh, that's much better. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so I'm. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, she's gonna look at him and say, "Are you trying to tell me that that orb sent us back in time to another t another place?" I don't know. You told me to touch it. I don't know why you're here. Because I tried to save your ass. Oh, sure. Why else would I be here? Because if uh, I don't know, maybe you were trying okay. to do something mean. I'm going to look to Royce and say, what year is this? Uh, 4215. Okay. I don't know how to tell you this, Royce, and I don't know if any of this is real. But well, wait, before you, before you respond... 4215, like, by the common calendar, you're in year 1296 now. Okay. I assumed. <laughs> I know you I assumed. was playing along there. <laughs> that I was, was called role-playing, Vince. I was giving you a bit of information that Tallulah would have that the player that the player in charge of Tallulah doesn't. It most certainly does not. Okay, well, how does this make sense, then? I'm going to look back to Turlo and say, if this is a civilization long lost, how is it possible that we're in the future, far future? Uh, no, not everybody uses the same numbering year system. It's a very valid point. Narrator, motherfucker, you're the one that told me. <laughs> I, okay, you're listen, playing with the character, the the player character now, not the play, the character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying from Tallulah's point of view, you know what year it is. This guy gave you a number that's roughly three thousand greater than you're familiar with. But Turlo does raise a good point. Okay, I'm going to look to Turlo and say, okay, what year is it for you then? Oh, it, again, the common calendar. That oh no, no, she was being uses. very sarcastic with him. Oh, sorry. Motherfuckers muted. <laughs> Marty, you're still muted. Oh, I'm, am I still muted now? No, you're no. fine now. Oh, okay. I must have not been pushing the keyboard uh, key. 
enough. So it's it's uh, twelve fifty four or the year I've met you, year one of knowing Tallulah. Okay. Is, okay, we must same as our calendars. They have names for their calendars as well. So, what would the name of our calendar be that we are currently in? Uh, you know, it's the twelve hundred ninety sixth year of the great dawning or some weird shit like that. So I'm going to say that and say, what year are you of? What, what is your calendar? It's the, the King's calendar. It for again, whatever number I said, I don't remember off the top of my head, 4215 of the immortal Lord. Okay. I'm going to turn back towards Turlo and say, okay, if, this civilization was wiped out, completely ignoring if Rice is freaking out every time I say that. Um, it is possible then that their calendar ended in that year and that our calendar began thereafter. Does that sound plausible to you? Yeah. Meanwhile, Royce is just looking more and more confused. <laughs> He's like glancing over to the approaching enemy. If there is no way to win this fight, then we may not want to be here when they show up because there's no way of knowing whether or not our death here will impact our bodies there. You know how to get home? I know how to run. And as far as I'm concerned, if this civilization is wiped out already, then I'm going to run and continue running. Okay. Is that an okay? Like he's going to join me or <laughs> he's staying no. there. No. <laughs> like, all right, he's going to turn around. Like, listen, I don't know what's going on. I've never died in a dream. Might as well be a dream. I'm going to see what goes happen. This is going to be fun. All right. Oh, so, <laughs> Tallulah, is your intention at this point to run the hell away? Every fiber of her being is vibrating, wanting to run away. <laughs> but she will stand firm and turn around and face the music. Mm-hmm. Before anybody shows up, though, from the mob, she will try to put a project a fey presence far enough in front of them towards the horde to see if perhaps that really fearsome presence can scare them away before they even get to her. To them, I should say. Mm. <laughs> no, to her. <laughs> So that you have that weird sort of disconnect, like as you rejoin the battle lines, like you've never used a sword and shield before. That's not your style, but you know, you know how to stand so that, you know, your shield covers the person next to you. And like, you know how to hold the sword correctly. And Turlo, same for you. Like you're more, a little more proficient with martial weapons, but nothing quite this caliber per se. Yeah. And then, yeah, Tallulah, you try to use your fey presence and nothing responds to your call. Tallulah is going to look to Turlo before the shit hits the fan and say, you know what we could really use right now? What's that? A paladin. <laughs> yeah. Just just as you say that is like when the horde crashes through and starts, like again, you don't make out any specific shapes. You just see like this amorphous blob of metal and claw and death shred through the 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 guard starting from one end of the line and working its way towards you and like the the last thing you hear is your own screaming as you break out in horrible pain like you've never felt before in your life 
And Kaylee, that's what you hear as they suddenly snap to, oh, is the two of them screaming in utter terror. <laughs> Lovely. Tallulah's no going to walk past her and say, don't touch the orb. <laughs> I'll just nod in silence, still shaken by the sudden screaming. And I'll just kind of look at uh, Turlo and kind of shake my head. And ask if he's if he's all right. I've learned an incredibly valuable two invaluable lessons today. What are they? I'm never listening to to Tallulah again, and I'm going to see if there's anything about Halrua in this place. <laughs> all right. So that's a, an interesting point to to pause there with your new found knowledge. Just as Yawn comes back up the staircase, what's screaming? And he looks, and everybody's okay. Like, look, Yawn, open chest. <laughs> as he's holding a chest and like Kevin's sitting inside of it as we fade out on this episode of Adventures in the Library with For the Lore <laughs> so thank you all very much for listening thank you assorted players for joining along in this weird random bit of fun so if you'd like to hear more of our episodes of Dungeons and Dragons and hopefully other games, you can find us online at ForTheLore.com or follow us on Twitter at ForTheLore. Individually, you can find us. I am at Samodian. Roger is at Zen Buddhist. Sushi is at Sushi Geisha. And Marty is at Officer Gleason. So thank you once again for listening, and we'll see you again in a few weeks. That was fantastic, dude. Great work. Great work. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. I'm a little... Uh... I'm a, I'm a little fucked here that somebody who wants to spend more time with Tallulah would leave her alone to adventure with Turlo in such a I didn't know that's thing. what was happening. I'm just All saying. I, knew, I was trying to save you guys. You guys just froze and had a flame in your eyes. That I, I don't. I, I don't want to join that. I just you could have hit me with an inanimate object to to break the well, contact. I thought about that. I thought about that. But you guys moved on. So I was like, you know what? It's fine. Roger, please leave this into the finished episode. <laughs> There's gonna be some some passive aggressive hostility between Tallulah and Kaylee in the next episode because <laughs> she trusted you. Thank you for listening to For The Lore. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Popcorn Ronin with Roger and Vince, a movie, TV, and anime podcast, as well as Lore Watch, a Blizzard lore podcast co-starring Joe. And if you're into comic books, check out All Comics Considered with Marty and his crew.